Guys, it's been 20 years tomorrow, which is Monday, the 15th of November, since Microsoft has launched the Xbox when they had The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, come out on stage and do the eyebrow thing and, you know, talk about video games that he probably doesn't very play very much. Um, but uh, I've been a big Xbox fan for, you know, probably since the beginning. I remember playing Halo nonstop on the... OG Xbox with the Duke controller that was the size of like your face. Um, yes. So I've had a lot of really great memories, you know, playing Xbox over the last 20 years and kind of thought it'd be cool with it being the 20th anniversary, we all go around and share our favorite Xbox memory. And it can be either a game or console, whether it was 20 years ago or it was yesterday. And Francis, you can go mm. first. Oh, thanks. Put you on the spot. Uh. No, uh, I, I have some good memories. I, I think I played uh, Halo before you did. I don't think you did. No, I think I played it on the original console. I had a buddy who lived down the street, good friend of mine. Got it, day one. Halo, day one. We played co-op, single-player missions. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was awesome. But my favorite memory, and it's a bit, uh, you know, maybe I didn't deserve it, was a couple of Christmases ago, one of you guys consulted with my fiance. One of us. What would be a good Christmas gift for her fiance being me? So somehow it was it was brought to her attention that there should be nothing other than an Xbox One X that Santa should bring to me. So that started that kind of rebooted my my love. Uh, sea of Thieves predominantly took that off. Yeah. And then Forza Horizon Four a huge surprise and a lot of fun so i did two memories recent that's those are good memories gordon oh let's see well 20 years of being the number two console man (laughs) um wow wow so i think my favorite memory is just like the old school land parties back in the day playing halo going over to a friend's house yeah everyone bringing their consoles over playing some multiplayer yeah the good old days it was much different than like the just the online there but not there type uh, multiplayer that you have today like you can still play it with friends but it's not the same as like everyone being in the same room like fingers covered in cheeto dust mountain dew all over the floor just little caesar's pizza boxes in the corner yeah, just a disgusting, <laughs> great time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that's probably my fondest memory of um, Xbox that I can think of, at least. Mitch. Um, I remember I didn't I didn't have the first Xbox, but I had I do remember friends that had the first Xbox going over playing Halo. That was awesome. Um, I got the three sixty. And I remember I got the first ever Gears of War, got super into it. Uh, and I remember I'd, this was when I was in high school, yeah, I, in high school. So I was in my parents' basement. I had all the lights off playing. I remember there was this scene where this giant, you're like just running up the, you're running down the hallway and this giant monster just like pops through the wall and runs at you. And I remember mm-hmm. throwing my controller up the air and going, oh shit, and turning the lights on. It frightened me. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, great system. I remember I was out of town one weekend, and my sister had friends over, and they were using it. And when I got back, there was the red ring of death. Oh, uh, mm. uh, yeah. Worst, worst memory. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Just a lot of memories of just having the 360 or the great system. Did you did you wrap it in a towel and stick it in the fridge freezer? Wasn't that like uh, the the fix for the red ring of death? People told you to do immediately. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I've never heard That's of that either. People were doing Gordon. There was something like that. I can't remember. But I remember there was some. I remember there was something with like throwing it in a freezer real quick. I don't know. Yeah. Well, put, it, it, put it in the dryer oh, on delicate setting. Right. The yeah. thing that always made me so mad about the red ring of death was, you know, depending on the 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 pattern that the LED lights were showing, actually depended on what the issue was, and a lot of times the issue was the power cord wasn't plugged in all the way. And so you would get that red flashing, and so a lot of people just assumed their Xbox was broken. And then threw it out the window. And threw it out the window it. and were pissed. When really they just needed to push the power cord all the way. In. That's yeah. why this is why Comcast treats us like morons when our cable or internet are down and we go for trouble. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is your internet plugged in? <laughs> right. Right. You check your cables. The, a simple thing about the 360 that I loved was that, uh, like that cool trippy graphic thing that you could do where you could sort of like move the ball around and there was like all those like kind of like uh do you remember you guys know what i'm talking about or there was like i don't the, know what you're talking about graphics you're talking that, about. that you could manipulate yeah it was, no like, it's a, it was like a visual really okay i'm gonna have to send it to you i'm sure someone <laughs> our millions of views of viewers i'm sure someone knows what i'm talking about i'm sure someone but so for me to go with my i think favorite xbox memory yeah, I was going to say LAN party, but Gordon, you said it, so I'll do a different one. Um, I think it, it's in a similar sense, but you know, when the Xbox One and the PS4 initially came out, I was like, hey, everybody, let's get an Xbox. And then you know, Francis was like, no, that's dumb. Let's get PlayStation. And so everybody got PlayStations. You know? Yeah, I started. And to be fair, that probably was the right choice when those consoles first came out. So I'm not discrediting that halo convinced me to do xbox as i always will um but i think kind of like uh you know like when francis a couple years ago when francis finally got his xbox and i think once we all kind of started playing sea of thieves together i think that was kind of the one of my favorite memories kind of just because before that i don't think we played very many games together very often francis online Speak for yourself um but I think it was just that, you know, kind of having, playing video games with my friends again around that time mm -hmm. was kind of probably one of my favorite memories. Yes, sadly I do now. My heart's melting. <laughs> and second thing is you're welcome. Yeah. Well, I was the one who uh, coerced your girlfriend into buying you a Xbox. Coerced? Coerced. 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 Uh, you co co <laughs> uh, Mitch, Mitch, you, you, do you recall you you came to the apartment the night that Thomas was over setting it right. up? You... Yes, I was blacked out drunk. Um, and I was blacked out drunk because I had just proposed myself or was planning mm. to propose or something. Right. Um, I remember that. Because yeah, I had a drunk, drink that night too. 
I had no idea who you were, but uh, you guys gave me a drink because you guys were all celebrating that you were going to propose. All right, that's what it was. And yeah, when I'm when I'm blacked out, I always seem like I like I say all these things. I feel like I know exactly what I'm doing, controlling the room, and people tell me all these things I said and done. I'm like, oh, I have no clue. Right. Uh, but anyway, that's right. That's another. Oh, by the way, I just googled it. First thing that pops up. Xbox 360 music visualizer stands. Always been an underrated feature for the Xbox 360. So, not crazy. Music editor. Music? Yeah. Just like a, like a visual equalizer kind of thing? Yeah, and you could, you, so you could put in a CD. I mean, this is old school. You could put in a CD, and it would, you could go to the visualizer, and this little ball in the middle would, like, you could move it around with the joystick, and it would, like, go with the beat. It was awesome. That's cool. cool. That's cool. Rated. It was also right around the time I discovered weed, so. Yeah, psychedelics. Yeah, yeah probably went hand in hand. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to the next topic. Um, Friday, we had a lot of new Disney Plus shows announced. Um, and they showed off some other, some, you know, previously announced Disney Plus shows, kind of the first look. You know, we saw Miss Marvel, She-Hulk. Moon Knight, um, and then, like I said, they announced a whole bunch more shows, and it kind of seems like, you know, I don't know if it's because Marvel is obviously very, very popular, or if because Disney needs more content for their Disney Plus subscription service, but it seems like Disney is really, really milking the MCU, and it, in my opinion, is very very close to kind of getting out of hand with the number of superheroes and shows and movies and I kind of wanted to know if you guys are in the same boat or if I'm just kind of on an island yelling by myself yeah they need to hit their subscriber numbers so they're they know that their cash cows are Marvel and Star Wars so they're gonna sit there and pull every little piece of content that they possibly can out of it for as long as they can to keep on trying to get their subscriber numbers over subscriber numbers up um mm -hmm. so yeah i think they're definitely milking it yeah i would have to agree it's all about content and subscriber growth that's all they're worried about how many subscribers increased where can they expand globally and unfortunately yeah it's just going to be star wars and marvel superheroes like deeper and deeper to characters we don't care about mm -hmm. per se um so, yeah, I watched Cru Cruella was fine. Yeah, uh, <laughs> not really Marvel, but it's like right. I could we live with could we have lived a life without seeing Cruella? It was fun, and I thought it was okay and good in certain parts. Uh, music was great, but again, it's like it's kind of rehashing. Okay, 101 Dalmatians was a hit. Okay, let's explore Cruella Deville and her right. origins. So yeah. I'd like to see them come up with like original content outside of like animated um, movies that they like frozen type things like that. Um, but I'm afraid that they're just going to milk Marvel and Disney because it's easy and everything's already there. You don't really have to do a lot of like think tank work behind the scenes. You're like, Oh, this character exists and this universe exists. So let's just milk it. I think a lot of this was coming with, I mean, in my opinion, the last trilogy of Star Wars just said it all. Yeah. In terms of where we were, where we were going with it. 
ultra careful, formulaic. Mm-hmm. No, let's not make anyone upset. Right. You know, let's not introduce anybody new or like add something cool to the story. Let's just take characters that everybody knows that'll bring nostalgia and yeah. Christmas, Christmas decorations. You just every year you use the same ones. Yeah. You know, pull them up from the garage. Mm-hmm. Very easy. So do you Maybe think? Maybe get a new ornament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you guys think that because of this, it's going to start to really affect like how popular maybe like Marvel is because you know in in a handful of years when you have four TV shows a year to watch and four movies a year to watch and people start falling behind and then they just stop going to the movies because they're like oh I don't understand what's happening anymore like do you think that's actually going to happen or do you think people are just going to still go to the movies and still watch all these shows and just be addicted to it I think it depends if the show if they actually make good content like I haven't been impressed by any of the Marvel series yet. Like they've been fun to watch, but nothing that I was like, "Oh my god, I can't wait for season 2." Um, <laughs> but that's the thing, so, they're not most of those shows aren't going to be having a season 2. They're mostly well, yeah, just like a, a filler between movie type content. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like even shows that are meant for one season, I finish it and I like want more. These I finish and I was like, oh well, okay, cool, glad that's over. Yeah, <laughs> like that's a bowl fair. of soup. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I I mean, here's the thing: if you're see. if you if you're fed pizza every single day for every single meal, eventually pizza is going to lose its luster. You're going to be desensitized to how delicious it is, mm-hmm. even if it's something as good as pizza. I think is the best food. It probably if you're is. served the same platter of entertainment, it's it, it, ha, it can only be again it can only go down in terms right. of how much you're right. and how excited it makes you. It's just yeah. desensitization. Desensitization. I I agree right. with every point that has been made about it. I agree. It feels overwhelming, oversaturated, all that. But at the same time, I'm glad that we have it. I'm glad that they're trying to put out new shows, new content, introduce new side stories, you know, filler stories. Are they perfect? No. Are they amazing? No. But I would rather have it than not at the end of the day. So I guess that goes back to pizza. I'd rather have pizza than not have pizza. Good <laughs> <laughs> starve. Um, I think, yeah. yeah Mitch, I think, we're good. Eventually, they're going to, eventually something, a couple of these things here is going to hit, you know, maybe just throwing out something random. Maybe Black Adam is amazing out of nowhere or something. You know, something's going to hit at some point. Isn't Black uh, Adam a DC? I think oh, it is. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I just mean, like, some, something that Disney plus Marvel... Well, I, you know, it's it's Star Wars, not Marvel, but uh, I thought Mandalorian was, was pretty unique and awesome. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't think there's enough to sustain like justify Disney plus. I think they need to reach out and right. you know, bring some new um, IP to the stage yeah. or else people are going to get after, sick of it. After the holiday season, I'm canceling it. It was like, why do we still have this? Yeah. Eh, Cause I'm being hopeful. Um, I will say though, I think where, you know, I think this might oversaturate the superhero content with Marvel and like MCU I do think it's actually helping Star Wars because I think their movies kind of really hurt 
their franchise, um, at least with their core fan base and, and whatnot. But so I feel like these these shows are coming out with are kind of really focusing on the stories that fans care about. Um, and I think that these Disney Plus shows, for at least Star Wars, so far are helping. And I actually hope that they only focus on shows and don't go back to movies. Because I think Star Wars does better with these kind of smaller you know, stories off in one part of the universe and not try to have these massive, huge events happening where they, you know, people get upset with the direction they're going, right? They can kind of take more of a gamble with these the smaller side story stuff. Disney doesn't gamble. I mean, I guess... Yeah, they're still still force-feeding you, like... Yeah, I, in the Mandalorian, I, you have to put in Boba Fett. Like they're still force feeding you fanfare. Sure, um, and that, I, I guess I agree with that. I guess I don't know. I've just enjoyed the TV shows a lot more, and I feel like the stories they're telling are better than the the movies, the recent movies they've been doing. Uh, name me one show better than Shang Chi. Shang Chi's not a show; it's a movie. One show? No, I'm saying name name one of the shows that are better than Shang Chi that are Marvel. Well, that's Marvel. Marvel has always Marvel has been better about their movies being a little bit more unique. Um, I mean, like the 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 Disney yeah, Star Wars. Wars movies are very very safe. The yeah. one that that they actually took a gamble on, they got scrutinized for no reason, and then they you know backpedaled and freaked out. Um, the Last what Jedi. About- the, yeah, number eight. I yeah. thought I thought Rogue One was a really sweet setup to New Hope. I liked Rogue One a lot. I did yeah, too. Rogue One was fun, but it was basically like number four, right? Which one was it? It was basically kind of the identical yeah. setup. Like, but it was. But here's the thing: it was a blast because it brought back Star Wars to us. We've been we were long deprived of Star Wars at that time. Yeah, I think we're getting confused between Rogue One and um, Rogue One was The Force favorite. Awakens. Yeah, it was a prequel. Yeah, like right yeah. at the very end, it was the handoff right. to. It was like three. Yeah. It was like episode three and a half. Yeah. Um, what is this X Men '97? Is that animated? Yeah, they're bringing the animated X Men series back. Pass. Yeah. No? I mean, it's cool from X-Men. like a nostalgia play that it exists. Maybe there'll be more figurines um, that I might consider buying, but I won't. Like one of the shows I don't understand why we're getting is the that Agatha prequel series I think. I can't wait for Agatha. She's the most entertaining actress in the entire uh, series realm. See, it's the one of the villains from WandaVision. Oh, what's her face? Yeah. Yeah. And while I loved her in WandaVision, I just don't see why we need a whole show about her because they need to capitalize before people forget about her they have to suck it for all it's dry right because yeah and and the audience for that show i feel like it's just gonna be very small as well because how many people have actually watched all of wandavision and now you have to have liked that character enough to then want to watch this show so i'm just a kind of a little 
I mean, I look at their release and they're all they all fit that mold, like Secret Invasion, She-Hulk, uh, Ironheart, right? Knight. They're all in that super super deep cut, yeah, realm. Uh, that's yeah. It might check the box for like a very very specific subset of people. And yes, we look around this 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 this, this podcast. None of us are fathers of children. I think we would be humming a different tune. If we had children uh, that were being occupied by the, the Disney machine. Yeah, Disney Plus we, is perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so caveat that. But at least Disney Plus isn't Netflix, guys. I'm sorry. Netflix has become a dog shit dumpster fire, clickbait driven only. Yeah. There's a couple of things there that have existed prior to the clickbait in the top 10 pop culture nonsense that they've been pushing but it's at least disney plus isn't netflix right now not yet i don't know i feel like there's i feel like there's like a handful of good shows on netflix well there is but they're just their content of garb or it's a garbage machine just pumping out more garbage. let's throw a bunch of money and get as much crap out the door that we can so we can say look at all the new series and new movies that we're putting out and they're all terrible. Like, what's that? The Dwayne, The Rock, and Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. Red Ren- Notice. What, Red Notice. And I heard that movie's absolute dog shit. I heard it so was it's good. Like, <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's, it's rated very poorly kind of every Yeah, day. all the reviews yeah. I saw say it's Yeah, all the reviews garbage. that I saw that I only care to mention are garbage. Um, no, I, I, I only heard from a few people that have already watched it that it was good. I hadn't seen reviews from online, um, but yeah, I mean, Netflix is becoming like the learning channel when it just started serving up Housewives of Potomac and uh, Honey Boo Boo Child. It, at one point, it was something entirely different, but now it's it just feeds the. Yeah, like, it kind of. I do agree. I think initially it was almost like trying to, you know, have a lot of creative shows and and kind of. Um, push just plates at one point right and then now it, it kind of it's kind of picked up the re- reality tv garbage that used to be on cable tv and those um, like throw like i do agree with away that. action movies that ha- have no substance yeah um, watchability rewatchability like what's the chris hemsworth movie that extraction extraction or, that movie was awful like they're all just garbage movies i liked extraction but time i i don't even remember the last time i watched netflix honestly yeah, I'm, a long time i've been watching if cowboy my, if, my sister, if if my family didn't use it as much i'd cancel it yeah all right yeah no need the only time i only time i previously used it was when the office was on it but now that they've yeah. moved it off it i'm like why do i yeah. like, I'll, I'll click on it every once in a while if i'm having a real time real hard time like finding something on hbo or disney or anything like that and i'll click through it and there's just so much trash everywhere. Like, you know, it's too much to even like I have sift all through. The services and I always tell myself to cut back on them. And I guess in my back of my mind, I was like, next week there's gonna be something that's must see that comes out on this yeah. service. I want to be make sure. And and I guess that's this the is the big time for like what networks have. Like this is like when they drop their big stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Middle, you know, right before the holidays. Uh, yeah. I don't I mean. I think the Idris Elba movie might be worth watching, the uh, the, the Western. But, I mean, uh, nothing yeah. you have to drop everything you're doing to go see now. Uh, you're going to yeah. get the onslaught of the Hallmark Christmas movies on Netflix now. And all I will... the uh, murder mystery documentary. 
that can be a 20 minute podcast that they turn into 10 episodes. Yeah. That like these interesting people on earth, no culmination <laughs> or anything. It's like not even an interesting case. <laughs> like All still right. unsolved. I, yeah. I, I guess I'm in the, the minority here where I, Netflix is probably my number one streaming service I use. Um, but I, I, I do agree. There is a lot of garbage and filth type of shows on there. Um, I guess there's just you know a handful of shows that I'm still watching that are on there. Um, handful of shows that I get excited for that kind of seep through the. I guess I'm doing some dumpster diving in there and finding out mm. the, finding the gems a little bit better it's than you guys are. Sludge. It's it's sludge. Sludge. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah but like all right, let's let's move on before we you know kind of go down this very negative, very dark path that you guys set us on. Um, okay. The real podcast. To the real no, podcast. No um, formula. No formula. But so, um, I don't know if all of you guys have seen Eternals. I know Gordon has. Francis hasn't. Francis I has not. I wasn't invited by the two people at the bottom of my screen who went and saw it separately. Well, uh, um, when uh, it's a date night, Mitch, I don't you can't. My must, my phone must have been broken because of my booster that I got. <laughs> Yeah. After. I got a handwritten invite. That must have been it. Yeah, yeah I sent you a, I sent you a uh, letter invite, but I don't think it's gotten there. Mail, <laughs> mail, post, post mail. Um, but um, but Gordon, your non-spoiler review. Because I think you and I are kind of on opposite ends with this movie from previous discussions. But um, I enjoyed it. Um, I thought the characters were cool, and I thought like the um, learning more about like the backstory and some of the a little getting a little deeper insight into the Marvel universe. I guess um, I thought that was cool. Uh, I didn't. I feel like some of the uh, the direction of the movie, I I couldn't really follow what they were trying to do, like with um, the deviants. Like, I thought that was sort of a, whoever, the, who was their main bad guy, Crow, or something like that? They kept, um, they kept saying Whatever. His, yeah. Whatever his name is, that main guy, like, I thought he was a pretty big letdown. Um, like, the trailers made it seem like he was going to be this big bad villain, and I was just sort of let down by, um, what it actually turned out to be. But, I mean, I, I, I had a good time. I enjoyed myself, um. I thought it was nice that um, I would have liked to see some more backstory from some of the other characters. Like, I feel like we spent a lot of time just like meet, like traveling around to go find them all. Um, I would have liked to learn about some of them a little bit more, which I'm sure now we're going to get like spinoff series about each one Eternals characters. Yeah. yeah. But overall, I enjoyed it. I mean, I thought a lot of the criticism was a little harsh on it. Um, I didn't see some of the glaring issues that some of the reviews I read talked about, but um, I don't think it wasn't like a, in a Shang-Chi, 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 however you say that, Shang-Chi. It wasn't on that level, I think, um, but I think it was as good. I think it was better than Black Widow. Um, All right. Yeah. Black Widow was the worst yeah, it wasn't the best Marvel movie that's come out this year, but it wasn't the worst, I don't think. I'd give it like a solid like seven, six and a half, seven, something like I that. Haven't, I haven't seen it, Jordan, uh, as you might know. Um, <laughs> yeah. But 
I think the reviews of why people didn't like it are driving me towards it. Like, well, that sounds good. It's not like the same thing and the same, you know, thing. Yeah. Pe right? People are, yeah. People are saying that's not a Marvel movie as like criticism. I'm like, that's good. Like, I don't, why, yeah. like, why well, does it have to be follow this formula? Shang-Chi broke that mold a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Shang-Chi was not a Marvel movie at all. It's like, why does it have to follow this formula? Um, so I don't know. Well, my, I kind of, so I went into it with, with very low expectations. I heard the reviews and, you know, yeah. kind of talked to you with, with you a little bit about it, Gordon. And so I was, I was pleasantly surprised when I watched it. Um, but I do think there's a few items that I was pretty, I kind of wish they had done differently. So there was about three characters. So like one of my concerns going in was that there was too many new characters that they were going to try to, you know, develop and show. And, and you could probably have taken three of them and just not even had them in the movie. Yes. Um, well, I really enjoyed them. They did nothing really to further the plot. They were just kind of there um, mm -hmm. or not there. Uh, depending on, you know, the just I don't want to spoil or anything. So, um, but I really did enjoy the characters that they really they focused on. Um, I thought they did a very good job with them. There was one kind of um, selling point that they were trying to sell me on, and I don't you know I don't want to spoil it. And I thought they kind of really missed it. Um, but as far as the movie went, I, I think it. You know, as far as it affecting the overall MCU, I think it affects it a lot, especially with the ending, um, mm -hmm. kind of both endings, all three endings. Um, so like the main ending and the two post credit scenes. But yeah, like the movie itself, I don't know. I just it, you probably didn't have to watch it. Um, I guess you could learn about some of the characters, but um, you could probably just watch the 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 last 10 minutes of the movie and be good. Yeah. I have one big question. Yeah. Is, is a girl, Salma Hayek, one of your keepable or cuttable characters? I think she's keepable because, Gosh, um, thank God. <laughs> um, wait, wait, I, I might, she's, she was very boring to me in the movie, her character. Yeah, but her character developed the plot. Like, she was involved in some of the main plot points, was she not? Unless I'm thinking of somebody else. She's yeah, the leader, did right? Really, did you really need, like, a plot caretaker? No, I feel like you could have. <laughs> I didn't think you needed her to, like, fill that role. The plot caretaker. Okay, next on the list. Do we do we need Gemma Chan? Yes. She's bull cuttable. She is Gordon. the... Okay, Gordon, you go first. But, yeah, I think she's the shining star of the movie. Yeah, I think she's keepable. What about Rob Stark? Need Rob Stark? Mm, yeah. This one. I mean, you need him in the movie for it to make sense. Like, make sense, but um, I think going forward, no, you don't. Uh, Angelina Jolie. She dies in the after the only scene she's in. Is that a correct? I've never seen anything. I haven't read anything. No. Is, she doesn't die in the first. Okay. Scene. Is she? Is, does she need to be kept? Could she have been? Does gone? she need to be kept I, for further I movies, her... or does she need to be in this movie? I thought her story was good, actually. Yes, her her, um, her arc with and Don Lee as Gilgamesh. I thought their um, yes, they were arc both, was really good. I would agree with Gordon. Their their arc was very very good. Uh, I think Makari got, was my favorite character. Who's Makari? 
She's the deaf speedster. See, I really liked her, but she didn't need to be in that movie. I think her action sequences were the best in the movie, though. Like, I think without her, the action sequences are pretty lame. I don't disagree with that, but as far as the plot went, she provided zero, like, she didn't, she was just there, which is sad because she was definitely yeah, one of you, my favorite you need people, characters. You need people to, like, make the, you need people to make the fights interesting, though, for the movie to actually exist. I guess. Uh, Okay, next one is Harry Styles. Do we need do we need do we need Harry Styles? Um, yes, but I mean, for he's, he's post credit scene. Post credit scene. So he's in for he doesn't, a total of ten he's seconds. He's in the top cast. IMDb, get your shit together. Uh, the last question is Bill Skarsgård, formerly known as uh, It, the clown. It. it clown. Does he play? What's his, who's his character's name? Is Bro. he? Yeah, I mean. No, you don't need Crow in this movie. <laughs> Crow? Would the movie have been better if they were fighting It the Clown? Maybe. Pennywise, rather. Pardon me. Yeah. Um, is it foreshadowing that these that Marvel is eternal and we're, we, there's no escape? Yes. Yes, yes that's, 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 say it. that's the best way to put it. There is no escape from Disney and Marvel. Um, yeah. I will say, um, and, ah, shit, I don't want to spoil it. Are you guys going to see it anytime soon? Yes. Uh, I don't care. I'm going to watch it either way. Just hit me. Uh, yeah, I don't care. Just say it. The, it. It's very brief, and it's in the beginning, so it doesn't matter. Um, the, the Richard Madden and Kit Harrington reunion was my favorite moment of the whole movie. I, think of the I thought it was funny when Kit that. Harrington said, I love you, Cersei. Oh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> so fucking meta. That's so meta. That's so um, meta. I tell you what, I'm excited for Blade, though. I like that little nod in the um, yeah, Wesley very, the post-credit. Mahershal Ali. Was that favorites. him? I, I meant to look up the yeah, voice. Yeah, that was his voice. That was his voice. I, I, I completely forgot to look it up. Um, yep. But that's cool. I, yeah. I'm glad, thank you for filling that in for me, because I meant mm -hmm. to look it up and I forgot. Yeah. I was always a big Blade fan, so I mean, even though it's more of the like, let's just reboot this thing that people used to love. Um, <laughs> I like Mahershala Ali, so I think yeah. I think he'll do good. All right. Well. So when when do the new Avatar films get released? Hopefully never. I don't want to watch those movies again. I don't think anyone gives a shit. I think they missed the window for Avatar. You mean yeah, 15 years ago. Long ass time ago, 2009 players. 2009. Granted, I don't know what he's waiting for. 2009 felt like last week, you know, but it's still been too long. Like, Calendar. I mean, it's just, it feels like, like it was really cool when it came out, and if they would have came out with another one, you know, two years later, that would have been amazing. But at this point, with you know the MCU the way it is, and it's just, it's. I'm not excited for it. They're filming two and three together, weren't they? Oh, two, three, and four. So they're all going to at least, at least we'll get a steady release of these ones. Yeah, I'll get shoved down our mouth at Christmas every year. Yeah. Like, yeah. James Cameron is, I think, too much of a, of a perfectionist. But at the yeah. same time, never sleep on a James Cameron movie. Oh, yeah. He'll, I'm sure it'll be good. I'm, I'm definitely going to go see it. But I'm still, like, sour that 
he left um, Alita Battle Angel halfway through it to go do these stupid Avatar movies. So that should be added to the, you know, the backstory like why I'm that. pissed off about. Yeah, well, I would have left that movie to go make Avatar too. He he tried to make that movie for like five years, and he finally gets a chance to do it, and then. You know, Disney says, hey, come make, here's a billion dollars, and then he just bails. I mean, wasn't he trying to make Avatar for like 20 years, though, but he couldn't until the technology was where it needed to be? Yeah, then he left it because it only needed to be one movie. It's a, I mean, Avatar is a pretty flawed movie. It's a, it was a visually, visually like, set the bar higher than anything else. Oh, my goodness, it did, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't that's what it is. Like, Titanic's not like a amazing movie but it like for its time the cinematics and stuff are just above anything else which is uh, that's the only thing i guess that excites me about the next avatar is to see what he's able to pull with 12 extra years of technology he just needs to have Celine dion on every one of his soundtracks yeah yeah so his heart will go on mm-hmm. all right guys let's wrap this up i don't want to talk to you guys anymore um so uh everybody thanks for watching uh finger bang that like button and subscribe and uh do all the things that you're supposed to do after you watch your favorite podcasters talk for an hour about nonsense um Mm -hmm. peace out